Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard top teams and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Riley denied by Smith who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game. My message today is we're trying to win. One timer score. Leon drives on the right circle. No risk, no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action. This is NHL overtime. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Arthur Platt. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. not-so-great debate and debacle that we witnessed last night, perhaps an apropos song. This is Oilers Now. Wow, we got a lot to get to, uh, including uh, Elliot Friedman reporting that uh, there is going to be a challenge here with Oscar Kleppbaum carrying forward for the upcoming season. Uh, We will tell you that Oilers Now is brought to you by 
Our title sponsor, Digitex, buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Uh, on today's show, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna hit very briefly on uh, last night's debate, uh, talk uh, a lot about Oscar Clefbaum and a bit about Ryan Nugent Hopkins here, uh, over the course of the next uh, half hour of the show. Maybe a little bit about Oliver Ekman Larson as well. Brian Lawton, the man who drafted both Steven Stamkos and Victor Hedman, former GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning, now with the NHL Network, started up Octagon. That's the agency that represents Rick Vallette with Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He's also got Jake DeBrusque. Uh, and uh, a guy by the name of Leo Dreisaitl is with Octagon and Mike Liu. David Staples from the Call to Hockey, very popular segment every Wednesday at 105 on uh, the show. And then at 135, our NHL insider, John Shannon. Well, last night, uh, you know, Monday night, I flip-flopped between Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Final and the matchup between Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, which turned out to be, frankly, a dud because KC was way better and Baltimore was having challenges completing passes over the middle uh, throughout the course of the game. Uh, Last night's debate, from a theater perspective, certainly was at times entertaining, but also in many reflections, perhaps an illustration of the ongoing decline of the American empire. I mean, it was kind of sad to watch. I know a lot of people, and you just heard Eileen Bell in the 630 Chad News update there run the segment of the shut up man quote uh, from Joe Biden. Uh, there's a there's a follow out there that you should be on. He's got uh, a prominent uh, following on Twitter, Rex Chapman. He, he tends to look for goodness in situations, and I know there's lots of media guys in town that uh, retweet uh, Rex on a regular basis. And there was one moment last night that just kind of, I was kind of in shock that somebody even went there. And, and that's when uh, Donald Trump made fun of Biden's son for having a drug problem. And Rex Chapman says, Biden looked at the camera and said, my son, like a lot of people, like a lot of people you know at home had a drug problem. He's overtaken it. He's fixed it. He's worked on it. And I'm proud of him. And then it just says leadership. Now, I'm not telling you what, you know, you can be right wing. You can be left wing. Doesn't matter. You can have empathy for people. And uh, one guy showed that last night. And political leaders these days that don't show a lot of empathy uh, in these challenging and uncertain times, they're going to find themselves with declining interest, and uh, regardless of political affiliation. And it was uh, it was a wild one uh, last night. <laughs> like, you know, uh, I love media. That was uh, that was just crazy in stretches. It just kind of makes you shake your head and. Uh, back in 2016, we were in Pittsburgh, Connor McDavid against Sidney Crosby, the first time we played the night of the U.S. election. I never thought we'd get to this point. Now, obviously, the worldwide pandemic has, has made things even more challenging. And again, doesn't matter if you're to the right or to the left. Uh, one thing about things like music and sport is it can bring people together, regardless of your political affiliation. And I also think decency and goodness can bring people together as well. So, uh, switching focus to another tweet today as we go into our top story. And our top story is brought to you daily in Oilers now by Legacy Heating and Cooling, home of the $99 pre-scheduled furnace maintenance. We go to a tweet from Elliot Friedman, who appears every Friday on Oilers Now. 
Excuse me. The one situation Edmonton is monitoring. Oscar Clefbaum weighing options to deal with injuries from last season. One of the possibilities is surgery that could keep him out long term. Obviously, we don't know when next season will begin. His absence uh, would need to be addressed. So... We've talked a bit about Oscar Clefbaum not getting to the level that I think people were hoping that he would get to during the course of the qualifying series against the Chicago Blackhawks. During the regular season, Clefbaum missed nine games, and it was kind of interesting. He played 25-45 against uh, Florida and 30-57 in back-to-back road games on a Friday and Saturday, uh, of which Leon Dreisaitl helped carry the team with Connor McDavid's absence in the lineup. And then Clefbaum disappeared to get a procedure done that we assume was upper body related, potentially shoulder. He's had reoccurring shoulder issues. He missed the next nine regular season games, then returned for the final three games before the pause. Again, he had a procedure done that took him out of the mix for about three weeks of action. Um, when we came back with the return to play, it was, you know, we would tweet out that Ethan Bear looked to be the best of the veteran defensemen. Philip Broberg was really noticeable on defense as well. You guys, if you're in gals that are listening right now to Oilers Now, if you care to listen to a show like this, you, you probably watched all the games in the qualifying series. It was apparent that Clefbaum was not at the top of his game and, if anything, looked a little hesitant in stretches to fully physically engage, which led to some criticism of his performance. And there was lots of criticism to be shared for the Oilers as a five seed. They lost to the 12th seed against Chicago. That said, Edmonton, after a, a very uh, poor performance in game one, actually had some good stretches in games two, three, and four. The last three seasons, Clefbaum last year played 62 of 71 games. The year before, he played 61 of 82 games. The year before that, 66 of 82 games. The only season in his NHL career that he's got into a full 82 games came during the Oilers' playoff year of 2016-17 when he was him and Andre Sekera were very good on the left side. Uh, and Clefbaum finished with 12 goals, 38 points in 82 games. He was a plus player. It's the only year he's been able to get in a full 82 games. This is not a good situation. Uh, again, the tweet from Elliot today, Oscar Kleppbaum weighing options to deal with injuries from last season. One of the possibilities is surgery that could keep him on a long time. Obviously, we don't know when next season will begin. His absence would need to be addressed. If it's uh, hypothetically a shoulder issue, which if you take a look at the track record for Oscar, is where he's had the challenges. Uh, a shoulder surgery could take six months. You know, it's going to be October 1st tomorrow. That would take us, you know, October, November, December, January, February, March uh, into April. Now, I think at the latest we return for the 2021 season in February. I don't think there's a, you know, at this stage of the game, given where we're at with the pandemic, more so because of the United States to a lesser extent because of Canada. Uh, and maybe that changes with the U.S. election. We'll wait and see. But the reality of the situation is we're probably not starting until, you know, January 1st at the earliest and potentially as late as February 1st. I mean, you can do the math. They can twice the NHL's done 48 game schedules going back to 1994-95 and again in 2012-2013 because of labor stoppages. It's realistic to think they could get 48 games in for the sake of argument between February 1st until like April, uh, February, 
March, April, until May the 7th, and then go from May the 7th until July the 7th with the playoffs, which would allow them to finish before the Olympics start, which is important, obviously, for NBC, who have got a lot of clout with the National Hockey League. So this is a scenario that Ken Holland's going to have to deal with here. And, you know, I, you'll say, well, you could put Clefbaum and LTIR. You still got to get into uh, uh, in a position strategically uh, when you announce your official lineup. So this is going to be one that is going to be need to be monitored and changes the complexion potentially of what Edmonton needs to do here coming up in the next 12 to 15 days. I'm going to bring Brendan Escott in for a second. Brendan, give me your take when you saw the news on Oscar Clefbaum today. Uh, definitely caught a little bit by surprise. And just given the fact it was a shoulder uh, that held him out, I am correct in saying that, right? Shoulder injury? Yes, it was yeah. a shoulder injury. So, you know, especially for defenseman Bob, like that that long term, I don't necessarily love the sounds of that. So, you know, that really made me worry. And for a guy who's maybe over the years had uh, a fragile sticker uh, on the shipping container there, so to speak, it, it's unfortunate to, to see that this has happened again. I don't like the signs of a nagging injury. Yeah, no, no. And that's, you know, some people, the term some people use for things like that, chronic which tends to uh you know make it a little bit more uh, challenging too in terms of the potential options that you would have bob Stoffer, brendan escott joining with you on oilers now of course you can reach us at any time on the river Cree resort casino hotline at 780-496-0063 all slot machines table games um and the poker room now uh the poker room now open at the river Cree. Be sure to try one of their nine dining options, including the brand-new Italia as well, Thanksgiving Around the Corner, and Italia, the Kitchen Restaurant, and Tap 25 all have Thanksgiving deals taking place out of the River Cree Resort Casino, Alberta's premier destination. Of course, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, Ashley Fine Floors, ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. You can tweet us at Oilers Now. Tweet me personally at Bob underscore Stoffer. And tweet Brendan at Brendan Escott. It is 12.18. We're going to go into a break quickly here. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And when we come back, we'll get to the Oilers Now Audio Vault and NHL Today for elite promotional marketing. You're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, this is Oscar Clefbaum from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shed. Well, that is a uh, very interestingly timed uh, return here on Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you, 1220 in Edmonton. Brian Lawton coming up at 1235. We'll talk to Brian a bit about Oscar Clefbaum, about the options. I will say this, uh, Chris Russell. 
Uh, Andre Sekra got hurt in the 16-17 playoffs against the Anaheim Ducks. Chris Russell actually got hurt in the same game but was able to return. And Russell, subsequent to the significance of the Sekra injury, he never got back to the level that he was at during the 16-17 season after uh, blowing out his ACL. Um, Russell ended up getting a four-year extension. Now, this year's deal only pays him about $1.5 million left in real dollars. And it's a $4 million cap hit. There, I'm led to believe there would be a couple teams interested in him. Uh, but that said, part of the challenge is now for the Oilers. I, they don't, you know, there's a distinct possibility they're not going to have Oscar Clefbaum for this upcoming season. So we'll wait and see on that front. Uh, Chris Russell also needs to be stated. You watch the playoffs or the play in series against the Chicago Blackhawks. He was fine. The pairing of Russell and Benning were the least of the Oilers' worries on defense. So it's going to be something to watch here in terms of how Ken Holland deals with things on the back end. Uh, I know that a guy like Tyson Berry's name has been out there for a while. I've always liked Tyson Berry. Uh, he can certainly run a power play. I would have even considered bringing Barry in to run a power play and cutting back Clefbaum's minutes, but now it appears as though Clefbaum uh, may not be here this year. So it's going to be really intriguing to uh, to watch. Yesterday, we had a conversation around Ryan Nugent Hopkins and what was an appropriate price point, and I think uh, we got over a couple hundred texts just on guys that provided the actual numbers on, say, a seven- or eight-year deal. There was no one north of $7 million per amongst the listeners that text into the show. Uh, you know, it's always been my belief that Ryan Nugent Hopkins wanted to start and finish his career in Edmonton. Uh, I think there's a deal that could get done in terms of an extension. Uh, we are going to have a flat cap for a couple of years. Maybe that changes a bit of things. Uh, you know, maybe if you're Nugent Hopkins camp, you look at the Matt Duchesne contract at eight times eight. And if you're the Oilers, maybe you're thinking, you know, Braden Shen at 6.5 times eight. Um, Again, I, I think the general consensus I got from a lot of the listeners was because Nugent Hopkins was playing primarily wing and not center, uh, that seven plus might be a tad prohibitive. Uh, there are some people that I've talked to around the league that think Kevin Hayes' money would be fair for Nugent Hopkins. It needs to be stated he's committed himself to Edmonton off the ice. Um, obviously a popular guy, uh, it's my belief in the room. I'm, I'm always a little bit hesitant to get too far down that path just because I'm not 100% in the room. Like, I, I know sometimes I chuckle because I hear stories of people saying, well, you know, you know what's going on there. Uh, my buddy, you, and I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Unless you're in there, you don't 100% know. But I, I mean, Ryan's been here the longest of any of the current Oilers players. So we'll continue to monitor that situation carrying forward, isn't it? Well, let's go into the Oilers now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Hart Levine, Puckpedia, uh, was on yesterday's edition of Oilers Now. And he says he sees the Oilers accomplishing this offseason. Yeah, so on the site right now on puckpedia.com, I have them at uh, just over $73 million. Um, that's eight and a quarter of cap space with 19 players. And like you mentioned, that, that includes guys like Nygaard and Russell and Bouchard on the roster. Um, and in that, oh, we've talked about before, that's just under $5 million of dead cap hit. So there's Sekera, Pouliot, Lucic. And then yeah, I'm assuming they're going to split the overage of the 340 or so a year. Um, so, yeah, that leaves them, you know, 
eight and a quarter, you want to leave a little buffer, like you mentioned, so about seven and a half million before signing Bear and a goalie and doing something with Athanasiu or that slot. So I think the uh, the obvious, it's you know, it's not news breaking, but I think that they're going to have to do something on D. I think the obvious candidate is Chris Russell moving out that four million. Um, you know, potentially Larson instead or as well. But I, I think at least one of those two guys moving out that four million and replacing them with uh, sort of a, a, a towards the league minimum number seven defenseman, I think is uh, an obvious. Like I just don't see how they can make it work, especially if they're trying to get a goalie um, as well. Another one, another small tweak that um, you might want to look at is Kara. He's making one point. He has a one point two million dollar cap it, and can you replace him on the roster for someone that's making seven hundred to eight or nine hundred thousand? Which doesn't seem like a big difference, but that three to five hundred thousand dollars could could really come into play, especially like we talked about. You got an overage of three forty and some of these other dead cap uh, charges. So I think they're going to have to look for some tweaks, and I, I think the most obvious is do something with one or both of those four million dollar defensemen, and, and maybe a, a tweak like a uh, a Karen. If they do a bigger deal, um, you could see part of it someone like a Chase on who's just over two million. Not like not because they don't want him, but they may have to free up that um, that that two million in, in a deal for taking. That's Hart Levine again. His website is Puckpedia. Do want to mention, by the way, uh, Robin Brownlee, and I know we retweeted it from the Oilers Now account. Hockey helps the homeless. They're down to the final 12 hours of the Canada Life Cup campaign that supports the mustard seed and uh, Jasper Place YEG. Uh, it ends tonight at midnight. Uh, they're about 13,000 short of their $150,000 uh, fundraising goal. Uh, so uh, I know we've uh, talked, uh, had a couple guests on to talk about that including uh, Ryan uh, Bailey as well as Robin uh, Brownlee. All right, uh, into NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Uh, they've got face masks for everybody. Visit their online face mask shop by going to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Back at the 630 Jet Studios, here's Brendan Escott. The New York Rangers have bought out the final years of uh, Henrik Lundqvist's contract, ending a 15-year run in net for the franchise. He will account for $5.5 million this year in dead cap space and then a million and a half in 2021-22. Uh, but with between that and Kevin Shattenkirk's buyout, Bob, and then uh, like one or two more, they're up over $13 million in dead cap space uh, next year. That's insane. Um, add pending UFA Peter Morazic to the list of goaltenders on Ken Holland's radar. Pierre Lebrun said yesterday there may be some interest in reuniting the 28-year-old Morazic with the man who drafted him to Detroit back in 2010. He put up a 905 save percentage over 40 games with Carolina last year. Uh, Flames defenseman Yuso Valamaki heading back to Finland to start the 2020 season. We missed all of last year with that uh, torn ACL recovering from that and a uh, local product uh, Brandon Hagel who is with the Chicago Blackhawks organization he's headed overseas as well to start things off yeah I believe that's a Carolina rumor by the way on Morazic. Uh Oilers interested in Morazic. Uh, the acquisition cost would be have to be fairly minimal in that regard. We we actually brought up that scenario about three weeks ago and said, you know, if Carolina goes out and, and let's just say they get Darcy Camper, they're going to move one of the two goaltenders. Now, maybe James Reimer goes back in the deal for Darcy Camper because he's only 850 in real dollars. Quick couple texts on our Ashley Feinflores text line. Uh, Alex from Leduc says, Bob, do you think Caleb Jones could fill Oscar's shoes on the left side and have Bouchard run the power play? Um, 
I'm a big believer. You know, we've talked a lot about Caleb Jones, the fact that he could take on accelerated minutes this year. Bouchard running the power play might be a bit of a re- – I mean, I think in ter- long-term Bouchard could do it. And I know a lot of you are asking, all right, what's the cost going to be for Oliver Ekman-Larsen? And there's some people telling me out there that they hear that Arizona's minimum request would be the 14th overall pick in Evan Bouchard. That would be a lot for me. I got to tell you, I mean, I kind of look at Ekman Larson's eight point two five million. I have no doubt that he's a really good defenseman, but at that price point in this COVID world, might have a little bit of negative trade equity. They'd have to eat some of that as well. You can uh, text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Bob, because Biden said his son Hunter served with honor with military, that's why the president mentioned that tidbit of information. And then this texter goes on to say the same son that took millions in the Ukraine. Well, I believe the fact checker uh, last night, what's his name, Dale? Daniel uh, Dale. Yes. Daniel Dale, basically, there's no, there's never been any verification of that. I'm sorry. If there's somebody out there making fun of your kid that's gone through uh, rehab or gone through mental health challenges or something like that, you know, I I, I got to tell you, I thought Biden handled that about as well as he could have, because I might have been tempted to reach across and knock his goddamn head off. So take it for what it's worth. Uh, it's very disappointing. Twelve twenty nine in Edmonton. We'll head off to a global news weather traffic update with uh, Eileen Bell, and when we come back, Brian Lawton. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad.